Welcome to another episode of The Sage Table. This is your host, Sage. And co-hosting tonight, we have... Chris again. Yes, sir. So we were mulling it over, trying to figure out uh, what the topic was going to be. I was kind of giving it some thought during the week, um, and we wanted to discuss possessiveness and, I guess, territorial behavior. Um, And then by extension... I guess that would also fall into jealousy. Mm. So I guess based off of your experiences, um, what are some of the things that you have noted when it comes to how you either express jealousy or have experienced jealousy slash possessiveness slash territorialness from somebody else? I honestly think that the root of jealousy... (laughs) slash fear um sorry root of jealousy slash territorialness is as a result of fear um fear that basically that you would lose someone that's close well in most cases it's probably hardly ever do you find somebody like a brother and a brother being jealous over i don't know relationship with friends or something usually when you when you talk about jealousy and territorialness is usually be as in a in the case of a relationship so fear is probably number one root of jealousy because obviously the person is thinking that as a result of um as a result of interactions with other people there's a high possibility that um, they would lose the person in question, basically, um, and I think that can that can stem from a lot of things due to past relationships and past experiences, experiences with past spouses and past past partners, etc. So yeah, fear is definitely number one as it relates to jealousy and territorialness. Mm, that's a yeah. I think that that's really like the basis of it. Um, I'm trying to remember the the um in Japanese philosophy they essentially have like four basic um emotions. I believe it is joy, anger, fear and oh man, I got to look that one up. I can't remember the last one. But essentially they're saying that like all other emotions are born out of those emotions. So like all of the emotions that we exhibit are sub emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and their core nature are those cardinal, those four cardinal um, human expressions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is where like the animal instincts in us also come out mm-hmm. of kind of marking your territory or essentially saying like this person is mine or this they belong to me sort of thing. And I was funny enough, I was actually... Uh, a couple months ago, I was listening to a discussion where they were speaking about um, like using certain pronouns. And when you are speaking about your spouse or partner, how using saying like my partner shows a level of possessiveness. And then somebody was trying to like contest it and say, okay, but like, but they're mine though. Like that is that is my partner so how else am I supposed to say it and I can't even remember what the person like gave as an alternative but it was something more it was very vague 
and it seemed very nondescript. So it le- it left to me again, and this is how I can only describe it: a lot of ambiguity mm. as to like, are you together? Or you're not together. Mm. Like, are you with them or you're not with them? Mm-hmm. Sort of thing, right? Mm. Um, but I guess going into like possessiveness, my experience with it, I guess, has not been super favorable because I've experienced it on more than one occasion um, with many in many different situations and many different facets I think it just comes in different degrees mm-hmm. um, and I I believe out of the experiences it has also like showed me a lesson of being able to like detach from situations and look at things a little bit more objectively as in like why are they doing what mm-hmm. they doing versus saying like why is this happening mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. right um and i'm a firm believer in everything mirrors each other so if somebody ex- essentially exhibits a particular energy and projects it onto you i really feel like that there is something within you that is calling that forth out of that person so it's always this idea that nobody's really a bad person Mm. they just do bad things sometimes Mm. but it could just be you there could be something that you specifically bring out of that person Mm. that is less than favorable in i guess most people's eyes but at the same time as you said um you just said that nobody is necessarily a bad person they probably just do bad things i could we could also relate that to, to jealousy itself jealousy necessarily is not a bad feeling um it it just may bring forth bad things mm-hmm. but at the same time it can bring forth good things especially if you're in a relationship where you are open with each other you could say well um hun today your interaction with such and such I felt a bit jealous and that then opens doors for discussion and then thereby destroying the root of anything bad from the early because I was able to say, well, I feel this way and feelings necessarily aren't bad because we feel what we feel. We really can't help it. But it's how we deal with what we feel that makes a difference. Yeah. 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 I would definitely, I would have to agree with that because I think that a lot of the times, um, we are fed a particular narrative with regards to what are good emotions and what are bad emotions um, versus seeing everything as energy in motion and it is really just how you actually express it so this is why like i try to explain to people the need to open up and be vulnerable but by being vulnerable finding people that you can actually be vulnerable with because you have to take into consideration that not everybody is emotionally mature enough to actually be able to handle situations so they automatically would perceive this as being an attack on them versus like you trying to explain something of how you are feeling and be able to work through it Um, and i think that's where a lot of breakdown comes in relationships and it really just comes down to like just communication on a whole Um, and that's why cultivating candid blunt frank honesty is one of those like key traits I think help to push a relationship forward I mean there's other factors that come into play um, and 
I know for the people that would have listened to podcasts that I would have done before this one, I would have spoken about like particular cycles that people are in. Um, and the cycle that you're currently in also is a representation of the type of lessons that you need to learn. And let's say if you're in a relationship with somebody, or let's say you're not in a relationship with somebody, let's say it's just like a friend or a family member, but you realize that they play more of a significant role, you got to find out where they're at as well. But in order to do that, you need to be equipped with the tools to be able to actually have conversation um, and look at what type of actionable tasks that you can you know, execute as time progresses so that you realize, okay, this really isn't anything personal. We may just be on different wavelengths right now, but ultimately we're still good or we're still friends. And I think people read too much into um, situations. Time and time again. Mm-hmm. I I I honestly believe that we need to get back to the basics of um, of relationships. In that um, we have to recognize that relationships aren't uh, a bed of roses. And when we could come to a realization where we recognize that it's not going to be a walk in the park every day. Um, I think it would be a lot better off because when we when we look at a a mother, a mother and her child's relationship, when that mother is disappointed with something that child has done, you don't see the mother calling off the relationship. Yeah. At the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah, day, yeah, 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 yeah. at the end of the day, the the mother is still the mother of that child, yeah. and she still loves him, and she still loves her, and and the relationship will go on. The child might be vexed for a couple of days, but he or she will will wise up and come back to realize, well, my mother did this because she loved me. Yeah. You know, and if we could come to that kind of um that kind of foundation where we recognize that when we enter into a relationship, yes, the beginning part of it might be fine as roses, the rose petals on the ground easy to step on but at some point you will encounter the thorns that they're attached to you know um, yeah and what i would add to that is then how do you go about setting boundaries so that you can ultimately um allow the relationship to continue i honestly think that that in start when you have come to a place where you recognize that this person is whom you want to start a relationship with the conversation must be had at that point Mm. this is what it is this is what i feel this is what we expect and then there'll be a back and forth about what the expectations are for the relationship or better yet what the boundaries are what 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 we should and shouldn't do um what we should talk about when we should talk about it all these things should be should be somewhat you know what's the word looking for Black, yeah, trashed out yeah, okay. in the beginning of, of the relationship, you know? Mm. Yeah, I, I would, yeah, I can agree with that. And I find that once you start to cultivate that level of like honesty, but really the honesty starts with yourself mm-hmm. and what you actually want. And I've realized, like, with the amount of people that I've you know, just spoken to over the years, and I think even more recently, if I bring it to like, what are we in now, 2019? Mm-hmm. So between, let's say, maybe 2017-ish up until now, mm-hmm. I realize like there's a lot of people that have kind of just fall off the radar for me. 
and it's not so much like bad blood or that I, I don't like them or, mm -hmm. or I don't I, I can only really speak for myself but I don't think that it's not to say that they don't like me mm -hmm. but it's just we're at different stages in our lives mm -hmm. and one of the biggest things is knowing what you want for yourself mm -hmm. and I find like I've met a lot of people that don't really know what they want. Mm -hmm. They they kind of just are floating through life. Mm -hmm. And then this is where, again, I'm tacking this back to like an aspect of jealousy. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess some level of enviness as well. Mm -hmm. um, and can also create some form of possessive behavior because people can then become attached to somebody that is doing something with their lives and expect to ride their coattails mm -hmm. and then when they realize that they're not taking them on mm -hmm. that makes them upset let's face it chemistry is a very big thing and you may have all the best intentions at the beginning of something um and this this is this goes to say you know you may you may you know earlier would have said that you you have a discussion and you you say this is what it is and you said you know this is what should happen if this happens at the beginning of your relationship but during those um during the relationship you might recognize well we're doing all these things we're being honest we're being open um you know we talk about everything we discuss everything but at the end of the day we're still clashing you know we can never come to a a grown a, a level grown and say this is this is where we stand this is this is how we are going to conclude this discussion or whatever so it's sometimes you may have to call something quits yeah. or it might be a case where it's not about quitting either it might you the person might just fade into the background mm -hmm. so there's not every situation that that um is going to end favorably you know true but i think within that we have to make sure that we are learning a lesson mm -hmm. so one of the things that i try to tell people or i ask them i should say um when i hear them lamenting about a situation that they've gone through or that they are still currently growing through mm. and I always ask well what are you learning from it right and if they don't have an answer to the situation mm. because I feel like you can actually learn multiple lessons because mm. I have actually learned immediate lessons when I've come out of something yeah. and it's only years later when I've reflected on it mm. that I'm like oh wow that actually contributed to something else mm -hmm. that was going on in my life mm -hmm. that I was able to take as a lesson mm -hmm. that I could actively use. Because mm -hmm. I think that there's like active and passive stuff of like, yeah. you know, I don't mess with this person anymore mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that could be a lesson mm -hmm. or that particular vibe. Yeah. But then you can have something that is like, okay, I can now take this and mm -hmm. translate it. Mm -hmm. So a big thing for me would be patience. Mm -hmm. Something that I'm still working on, mm -hmm. right? because um, it's, a, it's a big thing for me because I have a very like go, go, go type of attitude mm -hmm. and it's like I just need this to get done I want this to get done why isn't this working yet and I haven't even like let it I haven't even I've turned on the gas and mm -hmm. I turn it to high mm -hmm. and I expect things to instant boil like instant ramen noodles mm -hmm. versus doing a slow cook method and actually allowing it to take its course mm -hmm. to then give more um, savory satisfactory enjoyable results yeah okay yeah um and i guess in those cases you probably um may need help you know um and that's where some relationships come in and help to help you see these things because sometimes you don't you don't always see these things and they feel that we're digressing from the point but um it's <laughs> connected because i can i can tie this back in just now but yeah but is 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 all a matter of perspective and sometimes you may not be able to see 
that this is what you're doing mm -hmm. and that you may need another pair of ways to say, well, all right, Sage, I could see that you want this really badly, but at the same time, it might not be your time as yet. So just, just, just hold it back a bit, you know? And, um, and then that person, you might be able to show them how to, to go after things. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's a give and take sort of thing. And that's why I always say that I honestly believe that the human race, if not any other race, but then again, all everybody most most creatures on this planet are made for relationships mm -hmm. and there's a purpose for every relationship that you're involved in yeah. and as you rightfully said there is should always be a lesson you learn within every relationship you know for sure and and this is how i'm going to tie it back in when we look at things like jealousy possessiveness and all of that i, I guess i pose the question to the persons that are going to be listening to this podcast what has been your experience? Mm -hmm. um, what would you say that you are actually learning from it? And when I say learn, I'm really asking you, what is the positive intention or message within it? Because I feel like naturally humans have the best intention for things, mm -hmm. but it gets shrouded in our ego, our insecurities, our fear, mm -hmm. all of these things essentially create all of these layers like an onion right mm -hmm. and you're trying to get to the core of the onion mm -hmm. of what was the real intent mm -hmm. as the reason why they were reacting the way that they were reacting mm -hmm. you know um and you'd be surprised that like when i think about like territorialness and, and possessiveness sometimes when i reflect on it i realize that in a way persons were trying to save me from another situation mm -hmm. and they didn't know exactly how to express it and convey it so it came out weird and then it was like, oh, and then you, you, then you take stuff like that personal, mm -hmm. but one of the tools that I can honestly say, like, I'm really glad that I have cultivated and I would recommend anybody either, either reach out to me, reach out to, um, any counselors, even read online something, the ability to use introspection mm -hmm. is a very powerful mm -hmm. tool, right? Um, it allows you to dive into yourself and when you practice it enough you're actually able to objectively strip things away and figure out what is the root of this but the biggest the biggest problem with that is that a lot of people struggle with pride mm. so if Ooh. if you if you struggle with that introspection is the last thing on your list mm -hmm. because in your in your mind at that point in time everything that you do is right yeah you know everything that you do nobody could could question you your, yourself can't even question yourself mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. yourself <laughs> is so ingrained that this is right and it's not going to move uh, but on the, on the point of of being able to learn something i want i want people to also recognize that there's not every time that you go to the discussion table with your partner, with your friend, with your whatever, that you will agree on what the discussion is. There are some instances where both of you have to decide that we just gotta agree to disagree on this point, Yeah, you know? And it, it's not a matter of being the bigger man, but also understanding each other and realizing that at the end of the day, you are individuals, you are unique individuals with mm -hmm. unique personalities, unique characteristics. And there are certain things that are so, deeply ingrained in you 
and it's not a, it's not even a case of right or wrong it's just this is who i am and not being stubborn but also saying okay i i take your view into consideration you take my view into consideration and before this gets any uglier let's just agree to disagree yeah you know yeah yeah i would i would have to agree so yeah, this has been another episode of the Sage Table, yeah. and thank you once again, Chris, for My tuning in. My pleasure as always. Um, I always appreciate you know people able to bring a different um, perspective, comparative, counter everything. You know, because I I I like that whole iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. that whole <laughs> what was that adage? Uh-huh. Adage. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because I think that that's what's necessary. That's how you. Um, kind of step away from yourself mm-hmm. in order to have a better understanding of how Everything things work on it, yeah. on a more organic ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a there was this blurb that I'd seen on I think it was IG, where it showed like um, a cluster. So it had two clusters of like animals, mm-hmm. and they showed like hu- so it had humans in both of them. Mm-hmm. And one had like ego mm-hmm. and it was like all of the animals together and then it had humans standing above all of the animals mm-hmm. and then the other one had eco mm-hmm. and it had the um, human in the mix right. with the rest of the animals mm-hmm. and I thought that that was you know pretty profound like right. with the imagery because it's you know we step away and we think you know we are above everything mm-hmm. you know everything we are we are the the dominators mm-hmm. we are the conquerors mm-hmm. you know and it's like sometimes we really just have to humble ourselves mm-hmm. um again that whole pride aspect mm-hmm. coming in so thank you once again for tuning in and um listen up for the next podcast not sure of the topic as yet but i can assure you that it will be worth listening to thanks for listening have a good night good night guys <laughs>